0: Duh, Disney Time Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, Risa?
0: Doing all right. It's almost Christmas.
1: Yeah. So probably when uh, everybody gets to hear this, it will be Christmas. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's true. We usually uh, post it on a Friday.
1: Right. It's Friday's Christmas, so Merry Christmas, everybody who's listening.
0: Merry Christmas. Uh, Or Happy Holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas.
1: There you go. For everyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, Happy Holidays. So today's episode, I mean... It's a, it's a big thing, you know, like the, the last episode of the Mandalorian season two just dropped last Friday. So we're going to talk about the season and I guess we're going to try to keep it as, you know, general as we can. No,
0: nah, <laughs> we can't. There's no way. So spoiler warning.
1: Okay. So we'll spoiler warning everybody who's listening. We're going to drop some spoilers. If you haven't watched this, the full season yet, there are spoilers in this episode. So uh, put off listening until you've watched the season.
0: Put off Basically. listening, watch the season, also go watch Soul since you're listening on the 25th. Um, Soul is out on the 25th.
1: And it, it's looking good. I mean, looking at some of the, the trailers and teasers that they've been putting out, what do you think? Does it look good?
0: I mean, it's Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. And from the clips that we did see uh, at D23 Expo, I was super excited. Um, considering it's jazz music and I'm a lover of jazz, I'm, I'm really excited for this Pixar movie.
1: The jazz did sound really nice. Yeah. Especially the piano jazz that was really good. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it doesn't seem like it's the kind of avant-garde jazz that I'm not too fond of. That's kind of like chaos. It kind of sounds like a, a four-piece quartet, which is more classical.
1: Yeah, yeah. Usually, the more avant-garde stuff is just like you. Uh, sometimes I can't even listen to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like they're they're like arguing with with each other rather than making some music together.
1: So this one is good. I like it. Yeah. All right, so Star Wars, uh, <laughs> Star Wars,
0: The Mandalorian.
1: Uh, so overall for this season, how, what was your feel for it? For me, like early on, I felt like it dragged for a couple episodes. Really? Uh, how, did it feel like that for you?
0: Absolutely not. Um, no. It started out with a bang. I mean, it starts out with Vanth wearing um, Boba Fett's armor, and it's just right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Timothy, Timothy Oliphant, man, he's a uh, and then they introduce a crate dragon, and Boba Fett comes back, and it's just it's just a lot of um, little nuggets. It started out really strong for me, and throughout the whole season, it just felt I started watching Clone Wars because of it, um, especially because of the penultimate episode when they they went to that base and they had to um, steal the information. Right. I went and started watching Clone Wars because of Operation Cinder. I'm like, they're really digging into this after Ahsoka showed up, and then they're going further into things, they're clearly trying to integrate as much as they can.
1: And and they even said they're going to have, if you've seen The Bad Batch, they're going to have a, a spinoff series from The Clone Wars from The Bad Batch, which were, you know, these clones that were bad a's, you know, mm-hmm. Um, and they, so I watched that last season of The Clone Wars and I was like, wow, this is legit, you know?
0: Okay, I'm still on season one, so.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Filoni, man, he's, uh, he's like, he and, and Favreau together, I was just like, because even when they had Ahsoka come in and she's looking for Thrawn, I'm like, wow, this is a call to rebels. So now yeah. you got to go and watch Rebels.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I have like everything on my list because they're also I feel like they're going to fold in resistance um, the show oh, as really? well because they're they're trying to piece together like this piecemeal type of thing um, and trying to marry things that happened in the latest trilogy. I, I feel like they're trying to fix it without really fixing it theatrically.
1: And I've read something, too, that they want to, that, that Obi-Wan series, they want to kind of get some closure to episode three uh, yeah. between Obi-Wan and and Anakin.
0: Well, they're bringing back Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. So <laughs> when I heard that, I wasn't actually very excited because he's probably my least favorite part of the that prequel trilogy. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully he's uh, learned how to act since then.
1: (laughs) Has he even been in many things since then? I, I've seen him in a couple things, and then I was like, okay, he's yeah, okay. he was
0: but. in Looper. I feel like yeah, and yeah, then some, I don't know what else after that.
1: It was uh, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, they, they just you know after well, so while this this season was going, they had that whole you know, revealing of all these shows, and a lot of Star Wars was there, and it was just like wow, hit after hit after hit. It's like what what are when are we going to see all this stuff? This, it seems like there's just so much things that are they're going to come up with here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and now the book of Boba Fett, and that wasn't part of the list.
1: Yeah, that was a surprise. You know, you watch the whole thing, and you're like, wait, there's seven minutes worth of credits.
0: <laughs> well, I'm so like, I'm so hyped about it because uh, Ming-Na Wen went from doing a seven-season series with ABC to you know Marvel universe to now going to the Star Wars universe and she gets her own series with with the Boba Fett and it's going to be so cool and I'm just so excited for her because I know that she's also a super fan and you know she's a Disney princess in Marvel universe and now she gets to live out her dreams in the Star Wars universe.
1: That's pretty cool that she went from Disney then she, moved, she went to Marvel and now she's with Star Wars. So it's just like everything. <laughs>
0: I feel like she's the only person to do that right now.
1: Yeah. And and she's, a, she's like OG, you know, that's Mulan right there. Yeah, Mulan DeLorean.
0: <laughs> but I mean, technically, I think if Sebastian Stan does end up uh, being cast as Luke for The Mandalorian, he'll have Once Upon a Time because he was in that. Then he's the Winter Soldier and then he'll be in Star Wars if he they actually do that fan cast.
1: That would be that would be pretty cool to yeah. have him as as all three as well.
0: I mean, I got super thrown off on that latest episode.
1: All right, so you want to talk about that that last episode first before we like go over all of this stuff because that's kind of like the latest thing, you know. Sure. So I don't know, spoilers, Grogu got taken by Boff uh, Gideon and then they went to rescue him. But there's those dark troopers <laughs> and it looked like all hope was lost, right? Until you see an X-Wing come in. And then did you get the, the sense that since it was a single X-Wing, you thought you knew who it was? Oh,
0: the moment I saw that X-Wing, I was like, oh my gosh, I know I know that's Luke. That's Luke. It's totally Luke.
1: <laughs> it's just like coming in all nonchalant with, yeah. the, with the wings closed. It just like comes in really slowly and <laughs> yeah, he they're gets like, out. And oh,
0: great. One X-Wing. Yeah, and they're like, like, "What is one
1: X-wing going to do?" I'm yeah, like, "That's you, you that's know. a
0: freaking Jedi because you know, no <laughs> this duh. Is, that's
1: the that's the Jedi." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. Just seeing him just own those dark troopers I was like they don't stand a chance to, against Luke.
0: No, yeah, that was that last episode was definitely it had everything in my opinion. It was pretty perfect.
1: I agree. I was like, "Wow, this." This episode is just, what a way to end the season, you know? That's And, and even uh, Pedro Pascal revealing his face, right?
0: For the second time.
1: For the second time in this season. I, I don't understand what was with those rumors. You know, I remember how earlier in the in the season there were rumors that he was disgruntled because he didn't show his face more? But apparently, you know, it's dashed because now he's he signed up for a season three. So, you know, what was that about?
0: I don't know. I feel like maybe this was them trying to appeal to him. Maybe it, there was some merit to the rumors. We don't know. Um, Um, But it could be that this was them appealing to him because i, I kind of do feel like it was kind of wasted that he he's such a great actor you know if you watch him in Game of Thrones he has all of this breadth of of emotion that he can bring to a character so it felt like a waste to put it behind a mask the whole time um especially because you can have like a stunt person do that and just have him do voiceover work so like what was the point so now that they're kind of like adding to that and like bridging the gap of his character, Trying to understand that you know his this is the way his portion of it was a sect, and now he's like trying to marry his his beliefs to what Bocatan is is talking about. I think it's going to be an interesting season three, especially with the dark saber being in his possession.
1: Yeah, and you're going to see since you're watching Clone Wars, all that backstory with Bocatan and the Mandalorians, right? So Mm -hmm. if you hadn't watched that earlier, then you're going to go back and watch it and you're going to see, oh, that's why and all this stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I've been leaning heavily on uh, my friend Matt and, and Nelson as well because they've watched the series and parts of Rebels. So I've been leaning heavily on them. I'm like, what does that mean? Can you explain it a little bit? But yeah, they're actually really good at explaining it without spoiling me too much and just like giving me the the history behind things.
1: So they they told you everything about like Clan Visla and all that stuff. Or
0: oh no, 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 no. Oh, okay, they well, just never mind. They basically <laughs> said that you know the dark, what the, that there's only one dark saber, and yes, yeah. you know um, that that's the the mark. Basically what they explained in this last chapter, chapter 16, that that's the mark of the ruler of Mandalore.
1: Yeah. And it, you know, it's that Darksaber actually is a lightsaber. Um.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But so like the thing that I'm confused about is like if if the Darksaber is pretty much like... um, the Elder Wand in Harry Potter, why can't Bo-Katan just like wrestle it out of Mando's hands the way that Harry took the Elder Wand from Draco?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I don't understand either. Why does she have to like kill him? Like Like He doesn't really have to kill him. He didn't kill (laughs) Moff Gideon. Yeah, he didn't. He just beat him up. Yeah, so why
0: doesn't she just beat him up?
1: Yeah, I mean, he probably just let her too because, you know, just so you get that dark saber off his hands, right? Well, I
0: think that might be the thing where he can't let her.
1: Oh, he has to put up a fight or something.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, still, she's... Bo-Katan, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. She doesn't have to kill him. She can just beat him up. Yeah. But we'll see in the next season because I feel like that's going to be their, the direction they're heading where Grogu's going one way with Luke and then Mando's on a separate way with Bo-Katan, you know, since it's like Mandalorian together.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting thing. And I actually read a, a, a article saying that Mark Hamill did record, like he did film those scenes. So they just de-aged him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I
1: I really I was like, wow, that really looks like Mark Hamill. Because well,
0: it was. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I looked at the, I saw the credits and I said, oh, it is Mark Hamill. <laughs>
0: well, I was like, why did they? Because Kay read an article. She she's like scrolled past it and she thought that they said that Sebastian Stan was going to be in in this, but it was really just a fan cast. So I was I I messaged my group and I was like, why did they CG the heck out of Sebastian Stan to be Luke? And Matt was like, wait that's not Sebastian Stan. I was like, what are you talking about? Isn't it? And then I got to the credits. I'm like, oh, it was Mark Hamill. (laughs) What?
1: Yeah. Like, wow, it was pretty cool. Just having him there. And it's just like, they really, like you said, they're they're trying to tie it in to the next three movies too. Because if you know the, if you remember the backstory of when Luke created that academy for the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like Grogu's going to be part of that. But then you got to tie in Ben Solo. Yeah. Because he's part of that. So it's like, what's going to happen to Grogu? Because remember what happened with Ben Solo? He's
0: probably going to die unless they managed to sneak him away. Because like Anakin... Killed all the younglings at the temple and Grogu was there and uh, they snuck him away. So maybe they'll manage to sneak Grogu away, I guess.
1: Again, maybe it's going to end up being Mando yeah you know, somehow getting him out of there right oh but that'll is, be is, like
0: way later down the line right
1: exactly but it just seems like you know that's that's where they're trending like training with luke and then mando's doing his thing with with Katan. yeah yeah so interesting so were there any episodes that you that really stuck out to you i mean just looking at the first episode it's like you see boba fett's armor and you're like i feel like boba fett's gonna come after mando now right
0: yeah so there's like a, on Wikipedia, there's like a trend chart that shows the um, reception of the episodes by uh, Rotten Tomato scores. And number two was the lowest. And I kind of agree with that. But lowest is objectively like, I mean, it, it's 82%, you know, <laughs> that's the lowest. And then the the next one would be number seven, um, which is at like 80, when he got taken? 86%. Yeah.
1: Oh, Why? <laughs> I don't know. That was interesting. Yeah. Which episode was 2? Was that the one where they were helping the frog lady out?
0: Yeah, that was with all the the space uh, spiders.
1: Yeah, and then and then uh, Grogu was trying to eat the the eggs all yep. the time. Yep. Yeah, that I I can see why because it's just a lot of the three of them in space.
0: Well, <laughs> not only that, it was kind of like uh, some people might be arachnophobic and they didn't have any warnings oh. or anything like that.
1: It's like space spiders. Yeah. Oh, no. oh great. Yeah. <laughs> How about that um, that one uh, X-wing fighter pilot, the the one the Korean guy? Yeah. He's he was he's in Kim's Market in on Netflix. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a that they like to do that. They like to throw in uh, these cameo roles. Uh, yeah, if you remember the first season I think Jason Sudeikis was in that or was it It was somebody there's like a few a few cameos in there like they brought back Bill Burr he was he was in there again yeah mm-hmm. I, li- I like the cameos
0: <laughs> yeah I think besides the finale of this season I think my favorite episode was probably uh, the chapter 13 which was the Jedi where Ahsoka you know, she's she's really cool.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then but since you're watching Clone Rush, have you seen a lot of her in the episodes?
0: Yeah, she still only has her one uh, lightsaber, and it's still green.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then she she got the two eventually, and then she got the white ones. Mm-hmm. Even after that, when she stopped, well, oh, you're, you're going to find that out. Well, I already know <laughs> that,
0: you know, she, she leaves the order.
1: Got dis- dishonored and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, I, I really like that episode too. Uh, what do you think of the portrayal by uh, Rosario Dawson?
0: I thought it was really solid. Rosario is such a great actress, and I think she's going to do a really great job with, with that character.
1: So there's going to be a sp- been off with her? Is that right?
0: Yeah, it's called Ahsoka.
1: Wow, that's going to be cool. I, I don't know what why people were like getting so upset that Ashley Eckstein wasn't chosen to portray Ahsoka. But for me, I feel like Ashley Eckstein is more of a voice actress. She is. And she is a, a face actress, right?
0: Yeah, I, I don't really think that Ashley Eckstein would have portrayed her properly either because she kind of has the, the younger voice and Ahsoka is supposed to be more mature and more seasoned at this point. So, I mean, I also know that some... Star Wars fans were upset that her um, like her hair pieces, that her head pieces weren't longer because at that age she, they should be like almost to her hips or something like that. So they were upset about that as well.
1: It's it's more of those fanboy things that they're just like, eh, you're, they're nitpicking now.
0: Yeah, they just like <laughs> to find the tiny things that they can, you know pick at.
1: So what, what do you think about during that episode where she found out his name was Grogu? What did you think about the name being Grogu?
0: Nah, he's still Baby Yoda.
1: I know. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, you know, Disney should have just been like Baby Yoda.
0: You know? <laughs> no, it's that would be a misnomer for them. And I understand right, why right. they didn't do it. But yeah, it's I thought they could have picked a cuter name. I'm like, Grogu is such an ugly name.
1: <laughs> it's. I just want to know, like, where did he come from? Because Yoda. There was, there were only two of his species that were known. One was on the Jedi Council and then it was her and then him. And then there's this Grogu, like, I don't know where, where did he come from, right? That's just, it's a mysterious thing for me.
0: Maybe he's a clone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, did they clone Yoda?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) But it'll be, it'll actually be really interesting with what Luke sees in Grogu because he did see his attachment.
1: That's right. Yeah. At the, at the end there between Mando and Grogu, just Luke saw that.
0: Yeah. Like. Ahsoka didn't want to train him because he was so attached to to Mando. So it'll be really interesting to see the way that Luke attacks this. But I mean, Luke isn't the traditional Jedi either because Ahsoka was trained at the Jedi Temple and like she was part of the new republic or the the Republic and so she understood like the what happens if when you have these types of attachments whereas Luke you know he still has Leia he has Han and and R2-D2 and all these attachments to the world so he probably isn't you know as traditional
1: yeah Luke is like that new school Jedi versus Ahsoka where she's more of that old school mentality Jedi right right and so then you, you see, like, he's like the new guard training the new Force-sensitive kids, uh, Padawans. And then, so there, that's where that's where you get, like, a ray, you know, or or the, the new Force-sensitive kids who are going to become Jedi in the future. It's just like, they, they can have friends and attachments and all this stuff, right?
0: Yeah, but I think also Luke saw the folly in his thinking after Ben did what he did, you know, because he saw the fear and he saw the attachment and, you know, after Luke tried to off him, you know he went crazy.
1: Yeah, they they really I don't know about that that episode. You know, like the Last Jedi. Oh man, I don't like what they did to Luke. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, I think you're right. He he kind of saw that. Oh, not everybody's like me where I can just fight off those feelings of attachment and and fear and things like that. Right. Uh, there's, it takes a certain type of, of uh, emotional character to do that. Right. Right. Uh, that's, that was, you know, cause yeah, that was, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Cause like Anakin couldn't do it and he was supposed to be the chosen. Right. And, but Luke was able to do it and then, you know, Ray was able to do it. So
0: yeah, but Ray had help.
1: Yeah, that's true. Ray did have help.
0: She had a lot of help. And I think that's the difference, though. Like, Luke and Ray both had help.
1: Yeah, I guess if you leave them to themselves, like, reflect on their own thoughts, it's just going to not be... It's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but it's going to be interesting, though, to see what they do with this... With Star Wars. There seems like like there's, there's a lot, even though they supposedly... Ended the, the star, uh, Skywalker saga, right?
0: Well, I feel like there's going to be touches throughout. You know, there's always going to have, because it always pointed towards the chosen one and, you know, Anakin being the balance of the force where he, you know, threw it off and then he put it back into equilibrium. So there's always, it, it, it's like weave throughout because of the, the M count that they brought back.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's crazy that, you know, they're they're able to keep building where we thought, oh, it was over. And, I, and here I was thinking they're going to go back to the old Republic, you know, era and start telling more of those stories. I kind of do want to see that, though.
0: I feel like they're going to go theatrical with that.
1: OK, OK. Because
0: I feel like maybe they're done with the Skywalkers in in like the theatrical type of saga. But if they're going to stick around this timeline, they're weaved throughout. So there's no way to to like. Depart from it.
1: Separate him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's like you you would think that Mandalorian is traveling on a separate path because it's during this era right after Luke overthrew the empire. Mm -hmm. But Luke exists.
0: Yeah. He's still there.
1: Yeah. He's still around. But who would have thought that they're going to cross paths? Like it's like one of those things where you would think there'd be parallel and not intersect and then they somehow do intersect. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, I just thought it was really interesting that they made his mission only two seasons.
1: Right, right. So, what's the th- what's going to happen in the next seasons? Right. That's, yeah. That's one of the mysteries.
0: So, th- I didn't see a sophomore slump here because of the fact that it was such a strong cast of characters and the writing was super strong and the acting was super strong. But season three is going to be interesting because there's not going to be a Baby Yoda presence. So, what's going to draw people in?
1: Yeah, exactly. What's the new mission? What's the the new drive for Mando that he's now that he's back to just being a Mandalorian, right?
0: Yeah, and the thing about them touching on the blood sample and all this with the with the imperial people it's alluding towards what's his name Snoke oh because those little tubes in the the where did they break in
1: oh yeah it was that base right yeah that in that base yeah
0: they ended up finding um clone tubes so I feel like that was their early experiments for Snoke.
1: Okay, okay, because we eventually find out that the Emperor was still alive, right? So yeah. So it's like, and,
0: and he was controlling Snoke.
1: Yeah. So it could have been like those early experiments to bring back the, the Empire again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting that you know the Empire never really went away. He, there's always the loyalists.
0: Well, it's interesting watching Clone Wars that I, I get so confused looking at their symbols because it kind of looks like the the Empire symbol, but it's the Republic symbol.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> on the on the clones, right? Like, yeah. 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 And I'm you like, think, wait, oh yeah. This is a different era. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get the then you get the rebels, then you're gonna see this is the Empire and it looks so similar.
0: It's very similar. Yeah. And then uh now it's what was it in the in the newest trilogy.
1: Oh, the first order?
0: Yeah, the first order. It looks really similar too.
1: They really like to make their symbols close to each other, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Um did you have a did you have a favorite episode in this in this uh, season?
0: Well, the finale and then followed by the Jedi.
1: Okay, okay. So those two, yeah, yeah. Same. I really like that finale. That was like man, I'm just like at a loss for what I even saw there. That was amazing.
0: Yeah. It's very strong. Did you
1: did you uh get emotional at all with when you saw Grogu and uh, Mando parting ways?
0: No, not really. No. No.
1: I, I, I saw the connection, though. I felt like, oh, they're going to they're going to split up.
0: <laughs> I just liked how much Boba Fett was involved in this. And it kind of redeemed him for me because in um episode six in the, the movies, he was kind of like anticlimactic for me. And I'm like, why is everybody so like hyped up on Boba Fett? He doesn't do anything. He just falls into a Sarlacc pit.
1: Yeah, seriously. Like you see him in in different uh, settings. Mm hmm. And then all of a sudden he finally gets some action but it's him falling into the Sarlacc pit yeah. getting eaten up.
0: Yeah, it was super like anticlimactic and you're just like, "All right, he's supposed to be the best ba- bounty hunter in all of the galaxy and he just like falls into a Sarlacc pit." But then in th- in this series, like he really redeems himself where he <laughs> Slave 1 is so much better than Razorcrest. I'm just like Oh yeah. that um that impulse bomb that he just like knocked out those tie fighters like no big deal. Like, man, That he needs one of those, Mando.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy how Mando was using the razor crest. I, I was just like, but the tech now is or even a little bit later than that is because like Boba Fett's slave one was his dad's, it was Django's that's right? really old. And it's just like, yeah, but that, that means that the razor crest is even older. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably a good thing it got exploded.
0: Yeah, we'll see what he does after that.
1: I, I do I do agree with you though. Boba Fett uh in this season just it just redeemed him as a character, like wow, he actually is a legit fighter.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, what happened to the rest of his armor
1: yeah yeah it's like where is it
0: because like he had full body armor before but now he only has his chest piece and his helmet
1: yeah exactly it's just okay yeah. I guess uh, that's enough to protect him.
0: <laughs> and I'm interested to see where they take Boba because, like, he's going to be the new um, Jabba, basically.
1: Yeah, that was cool. That last um, scene where they introduced the book of Boba Fett. It's just like, he's the new crime lord? Is that yeah. what's going to happen
0: here? <laughs> I mean, on he, Tatooine? Just, he just off Bib Fortuna like it was no big deal.
1: Yeah, Bib's like, uh, he, he, he offed everybody in that. Well, it was uh, Fennec fennec that offed everybody and then he just came in and shot bib like <laughs> yeah that was cool i i was wondering like how did bib even for, survive that long <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah that, i it's it's interesting because the huts do show up in clone wars so you're gonna see them there um and it's not just java but like all the huts you know yeah and they're all pretty bad <laughs>
0: but i mean bib was there in episode six so it's not that long considering luke hasn't aged that much either
1: That's true. That's true. It hasn't been too long. Yeah,
0: it's like right after the fall of the empire, so…
1: Yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where they take this uh, series because of all the spinoffs and like, did they did they say they were canceling Gina Carano's uh, spinoff or were they going to keep that?
0: I don't know. I heard rumors about it because how she's controversial um, but I haven't seen anything concrete saying they were going to cancel her spinoff.
1: Would you want to see one with her though? As, you know, being that New Republic Ranger or whatever?
0: Honestly, I really like the character of Cara Dune. So so it would be nice. Like, I mean, it's problematic, yeah, for Disney, but Disney's done a lot more problematic things lately.
1: Yeah. So. Why not double down, I guess?
0: I guess. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, it also depends on who the showrunner show ends up being because, you know, you can't just keep spawning different iterations of spinoffs just because one of your shows is really successful. Um, and we've seen that throughout TV history where if you look at Friends, the TV show, they spun it off with Joey and that didn't go well. They did Once Upon a Time that the parent show was going really well and they did once upon a time in wonderland and that didn't go very well. So like it you have to be careful with the amount of spin-offs you do and like really focus on the quality rather than the quantity.
1: So do you think it's it's more of a they're trying to cash in here or do you think they really thought this out?
0: I'm hoping that they really thought it out. Like, Obi-Wan is, is being run by Deborah Chow, right? So that's a really solid um, director and and writer. So it should be a, a quality uh, show, especially since they've been talking about it for so long.
1: And she did some episodes of Mandalorian in the first season, right?
0: Yes, she did. And they were probably some of my favorites.
1: Yeah, so hopefully this—I feel like this Obi-Wan spinoff will be good.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know about these other ones. I know that some of them are going to be animated— Okay. So if Filoni or Favreau dip into there and help with the writing, it probably will be solid as well.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually looking forward to that Bad Batch, um, like continuation of Clone Wars because those guys were <laughs> those guys were really good, and I, I like watching them in those a few episodes of that last season. All right. So uh, anything you want to add about Mandalorian season two?
0: Yeah, I just I really liked. This season, and I don't think that it was like slow or anything. I mean, some episodes were clearly slower, like The Passenger, where, you know, they're stuck in that kind of estuary. But yeah, the, the, rest of the, the episodes were really strong and the action was really solid and um, I'm really looking forward to the next season, but we'll see where all of these spinoffs take us as well.
1: Yeah, I think I think for me, just that second episode, I think that was the one where I was like, that's it. That's what's going to happen. But then uh, the rest of them were, were really good, especially that final episode. I was just like, wow, now I can't wait for the season three to come out because I want to see where this is going to go.
0: I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. Weren't there three Mandalorians that helped um, Mando at first? Where'd the guy go?
1: That's a good question. I have no idea what happened to him. I, I was wondering that too. I was like, where's the guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there were three. Mm-hmm. There's, there was Bo-Katan and then the other girl and then the guy. And then what happened to the guy?
0: <laughs> I, I have no idea what happened to him. And he, the actor was actually in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Was he a shield agent?
0: No. <laughs> he was a bad guy. Oh, he
1: was a bad guy? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Yeah. Well, hopefully he didn't actually like die or something. That would have been I mean, unfortunate.
0: It didn't look like he died in, in any of the episodes. I tried to remember. I was like, I was asking Kay, I was like, did he die? And she's like, I don't think so. Do you remember him dying?
1: No, I don't I don't remember him dying.
0: Yeah. So I, I just I don't, remember
1: them fighting these other, you know, people and I don't remember him dying.
0: Maybe Bo Katan had him on another mission or something.
1: That's very possible. Yeah. You know? Because she is trying to retake Mandalore, so.
0: Yeah, he probably (laughs) was like trying to steal more weapons or like trying to steal another cruiser or something like that.
1: It's interesting that they didn't actually mention what, you know, what happened to Mandalore. So it's (laughs) going to be cool to see what happens with it.
0: The thing that's interesting to me was they were on the bridge, right, in this last episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Why didn't they deactivate the dark troopers? I don't know.
1: I have no I have no idea. Yeah. I mean they had Moff giving it in right there. He could have just they could have told him to do it.
0: Well he wouldn't have done it, but <laughs> he wouldn't like, have done it. They could have turned it off. Yeah. Because they had like the key code thing. And I'm just like, why oh, didn't yeah. why didn't they just deactivate it?
1: <laughs> I guess they just the, the show directors and stuff wanted to just see have Luke come in and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. All right. So uh anything you want to tell our listeners on this uh Christmas day?
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you have um, a happy holidays and are staying safe with your families. Hopefully, uh, we get to take a break, another little break, and we'll we'll talk to you in the new year.
1: All right, so thank you, all of our listeners, for tuning into this episode. We hope that you didn't really get well. There were spoilers, so spoilers we hope throughout. That you, <laughs> you watched uh, everything before you listened to this, and we hope that you enjoy the rest of your holidays season and uh, have a happy and safe New Year. So, on behalf of Risa, I'd like to say, keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya.
0: Bye.